My name is Noah Kindig, sports reporter for the Wright State Guardian, and this is Raider Report. We've been gone for a few weeks because, let's be real, I'm lazy. But we're back now <laughs> uh, for a little bit of a boys episode. As sadly, Kelsey couldn't make it today. But I am joined, as always, by, let, let's call him my partner in crime, Isaac Wernicke. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How about you, Noah? I'm doing good. Uh, it's been stressful. It's been busy. Uh, you guys have had your own little share of busyness because you guys were just over recording voting stuff, right? Doing yes. a little video mm-hmm. for that? Yes. A uh, video is coming out actually today, which... That is just a whole completely different story, just how busy everybody in the Guardian's been today. I mean, today's like the day where like everybody's all hands on deck. Yes, Uh, I I am all hands on deck as well, because since we're kind of talking about midterms, I want to try to get this episode out fast. So as of recording, this is the day of midterms and hopefully all things goes right. I'll have it up on Spotify within Mm -hmm. a few hours. Hopefully I can get this kind of uh, edited and out. But, yeah, it's it's midterm season. It's kind of been something that, you know, we've seen on all the social medias. All the politicians are talking about it. Every TV show, everywhere you go, people are talking about midterms, going out and voting. Um, I got the chance to vote uh, early as well, so that I already got that done because I'm voting up in Allen County, which is where I'm from. I'm not mm-hmm. voting uh, in Greene County here. But Wright State uh, had the chance to do uh, – be an election polling site for Greene County, which is very cool yeah. to see. Um, it was it was hard to find though, because uh, Jamie, our editor in chief, and I, we walked over to the Nutter Center because I was picking up some athletics passes, mm-hmm. uh, and so we were walking over and we could not find where we were supposed to go, and we were told like the wrong floor to go up to to find it. It, it is yeah. very confusing. That's what I thought too, because there's once you go to the Nutter Center, there's just a bunch of signs that says "vote here" and then an arrow pointing to the Nutter Center, which if you don't know what the Nutter Center looked like, it's a pretty big building. It's, so, it, it's a pretty big building. You think and you it, like... would, it would be like labeled like go to this lot or something like that. But there's yeah. no, nothing like really directions outside. Yeah, of it. it wasn't like in an obvious entrance either. It wasn't like you. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like on the basketball floor mm-hmm. or anything. It was like in the back, like athletic yeah. offices, like back there. But it was quite yeah. confusing. We found it luckily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, uh, I, I was able to find it after a while too. <laughs> But uh, there is a lot of stuff to talk about today, not just midterms, focusing on a bit of Wright State news. And speaking of the Nutter Center, uh, tomorrow, as of the time of recording, is the first men's basketball game versus Davidson. For me, as the sports reporter, it's the best time of year. Basketball is happening. And uh, not just Wright State, but all around uh, the state, we're starting to see kind of cool clips pop up of upsets that happened. Uh, Cleveland State, a school in the Horizon League, got upset just last night. And Mm -hmm. I've been seeing kind of clips of that pouring in. Uh, Ohio State uh, played Robert Morris for their first game of the season, and Tanner Holden, an old Raider, got a chance to put up some points for Ohio State. I think he scored 12 for them. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Grant Basili, another old Raider, uh, now playing for West Virginia, or Virginia Tech, excuse me, uh, got the chance to play and dropped 30 points in his first ever game for that team. Mm-hmm. So big congratulations for those two for, number one, picking up Let's a win go. on their new teams. But yeah. I'm excited to have you because I hope we'll be doing a little bit of video for basketball. Oh, season. of course. I would love to do a video. We did a couple of videos last year just to kind of test the waters. Yeah. Um, to see like how it went and all that stuff. But um I'm very excited this year. Um not just to like record, just but just to be there. Yeah. <laughs> to just see to be like there. a basketball game. I didn't go to that many last year just mm-hmm. because of my schedule. But this year, hopefully, fingers crossed that I will be able to go to a lot more. Yeah. And with that, get a lot more free t-shirts because <laughs> I love me some free t-shirts. Yeah. 
And to all of you students out there, uh, pay attention to Raider socials. There's always usually one game a year where they do like a, a little pre-party before the game. Mm-hmm. Usually it's like the Cleveland State or the NKU game at mm-hmm. home. It kind of depends. Um, but there's usually about 5,000 people there. It's always a great event. So look out for that game. Um, all students get two free tickets to any home game. If you know how to register for it, you can uh, contact the Nutter Center and get your free tickets that way. So all you students, there's no excuse to not be at a basketball game. Do it. Come out. Have a good time. Uh, I'll be there. A bunch of our Guardian friends will be there. Um, let's see. Who all from the Guardian will be there? I know Alexis, our managing editor, mm-hmm. wanted to go to the game. I'll we'll be there with our sports team. A photographer there. Yes. I'll be there with our sports team. And then Monica will be at the game tomorrow for photography. Christina mm-hmm. will be there for dance team stuff. And then I'm sure we'll have another few assorted Guardian people mm-hmm. in the crowd. So You'll it's always see a good us. community event. <laughs> yeah. Will you, are you planning on going to the game tomorrow or can you not make it? I have so much going on right yeah. now. I'm in the middle of our short film we have to do for our Ooh. sophomore. Yeah. Okay. And that's a handful in itself. I just got back from the Tom Hanks building and I, I'm literally like messaging like 10 different people like, hey, I can help your film if you help my film. And then like oh, messaging like, my actors you're, too. You're trying to like pool actors to come and help you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's going pretty well so far. I have, um, a lot of uh, contacts from the actors here on campus um, who are amazingly good. Um, amazingly good. I don't even know if that's I, th- a word. I think that. I, don't know, <laughs> I think amazingly good. I don't know if it's in the dictionary, but it works. Amazingly good. Amazingly they good. They are amazingly good, though. And I'm blessed. I've worked with one in the past already with our midterm short film. Okay. Who is fantastic. And I'm very excited to work with this actor. And. I'm just excited, you know. Our sophomore films are definitely up in quality compared to last year freshman. Well, stuff, that's the so. goal in a yeah. sense is to get better with it. Mm-hmm. What 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 about the quality of the films in your mind is better? Oh gosh, so much goes up up in quality just within a year, and probably the most noticeable is sound mm-hmm. itself, just like because, the sound quality. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now we're working with actual like Zoom recorders, um, things that actually up the quality i don't know how else to word it but um not just that but now we're working with light kits that um just make it feel so much more authentic and put a lot more craft into that work that makes people kind of appreciate a lot more just because you know it doesn't look sloppy it's everything looks kind of perfectly lit and stuff like that that that's one thing behind the scenes where like Somebody who is just an audience member, like yeah. myself, I don't pay attention They're, to. No. I don't pay attention to lighting a lot, but you can tell mm-hmm. like when the lighting is off. But when it's on, you don't really notice. And a lot, and I mean a lot, lot, lot goes into putting together like let's say a five minute film. Yeah. It could be up to probably twelve, fifteen hours. I know when we worked on our midterm short film, which was around six, seven minutes, it took us. Three days to record. Um, each day was around like seven hours, I want to say, or something like that. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And and what does the project look like in a class format? Does everybody in the class submit their own film, or are you like paired together with people and you guys make a film? Um, like, what does it look like so in a class format? The midterm projects, it was our very first time actually working as a team. So what we were assigned to do was to create a short film about a blind date. And that was it. That was our topic. And we, us as a group had to make a film out about it. Okay. And from there we had like our minds literally put together and we just thought about like random things we could do. We eventually did a story about like a person who was like obsessed and was a stalker kind of to their 
uh, like first date. That's an inter- that's an interesting idea. And it gets more interesting because she actually goes like completely crazy by the end and oh, uses yeah. a voodoo doll. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> don't want to spoil it, but it's it is crazy. And then uh, for this project that we're working on now is individual, but we had the option to choose a uh, team based. Okay. Um, but if team it. it it was kind of like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, still kind of is, but um, for the most part, most people did individual projects. And how many people are in this class? About mm-hmm. gosh, it's weird. I can't give you like an exact number, but I well, no, that's say, fine. I want to say like ten people. Okay, that's not 11. crazy. I was gonna say if there's like if there's like thirty students doing oh, films, no. well, you would like run into each other while filming yeah, or something. No, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. That would have been. But yeah, that's what's going on in Isaac's life right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you can't make it to these basketball games, mm-hmm. but there's a ton throughout the season. Uh, great student and themes as definitely well be there. to dress up for. So be sure. If it's not Davidson, uh, Bowling Green is a fun game, which mm-hmm. I also plan to be at Ohio Rivalry. Very exciting. Yes. Very excited for that game. But uh, also talking about sports, our basketball team isn't the only team that's been having some action. Our volleyball team has been absolutely killing it. I know that I bring them up every week, <laughs> but it's because I've brought them up every week, and whenever I bring them up, they don't lose, and they keep doing well. At this point, uh, I believe the last time I talked to you about them, uh, they had won, I believe, 12 games in a row. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have extended that streak by seven. They have won 19 games in a row as a volleyball team. They are, uh, what is it, 16-0 and in conference play. So even before they started conference play, they won the three games before, and they have won all 16 of their conference games so far. They have won 19 games straight with a new head coach and a new system. It's crazy to see, but it's working, and it's working really well. That is awesome. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. I've been to, so far, two other games, or? I think two. Okay. Yeah, I've been to two of the volleyball games so far. Because you went with me. Yeah, yeah, I went to one game to get footage. Um, They're just really good. I mean, there's no other words to describe it. Like, yeah. they get, they're I'm I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say, but I mean it's it's a very interesting sport because it's not like it's not that popular in the United mm-hmm. States. But I mean, you can probably attest to this from watching it. It's like it's really exciting to watch because it's fast, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's fast and there's a lot of hits. It's very power. It's like it's a very like speedy and quick and powerful sport. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to watch and they've been able to keep up with pace very well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure where this roster goes. I'm not sure if this is a roster that can make it to the NCAA tournament and uh, take down some top teams, but whatever happens, 19 wins in a row, no matter what happens for the rest of the season, that is a crazy thing. That mm-hmm. is a record for the program, so they're already breaking program records. I think before this it was like they'd won 15 in a row at some point, like way back. But That is crazy, yeah. and they're at 19. They're already. at 19 oh in a God. row. That's that's like a, that's like the Moneyball clip. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do I do believe I know. Yeah, where there's like some announcer screaming, 19 wins in a yeah. row. <laughs> I don't know. I, I usually like, I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I just assume you'll get movie references. Yeah. You know more about movies than I do. <laughs> just throw it at me. I'll know everything. Yeah. But uh, that is all that I really had for mm-hmm. big Wright State news. Of course, there's a lot of events always happening around campus. Yeah. So um, Alexis, our managing editor, always does a great job putting a, out an article every week about campus events that are happening. Yeah. So always check that out on WSU Guardian. Always. And while you're there, check out our other stuff. Check out yeah. I, check out Isaac's videos. Check out Noah's sports stuff, you know. Hey, you I appreciate do it. that. Yeah, appreciate you, you got to promote man. everybody, you know. Yeah, but sadly, <laughs> since Kelsey wasn't here, I thought I would try to, I'm not, you know, I'm not good with social media. We know this. Mm-hmm. I'm bad with it. But I thought 
I, I, I've seen some stuff that's going on in social media. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would try to fill those shoes for today and step in and kind of talk yeah. about it a little bit. Um, and it, it, if you haven't been sleeping under a rock for the past week, you have heard about some Twitter drama going on about not just people on Twitter, the owner of Twitter, Mr. Elon Musk. He has officially bought Twitter and he's been doing some interesting things around the platform. Hmm. Interesting. I'm very curious how you go with this because I've not heard. Of oh, really? Any you of haven't this. heard much of it? No. Okay. So, uh, Elon Musk, the I don't know if he's still the richest man in the world. I don't he's know if he is the richest, but he's top like five pretty at dang least. Rich. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty dang rich. Top five at least, maybe richest man in the world. Uh, he bought Twitter for I believe forty four billion dollars, something like that, something crazy. Uh, not too long ago, and he has been working on the company. He did an evaluation on the company and mm-hmm. decided that uh, he didn't need the number of employees that they currently had, so a lot of employees have been getting laid off Dang. or fired or things like that, so he's been coming under a lot of flack for that. Yeah. Um, and then he's been putting in like his own policies to run Twitter, and so mm-hmm. people are kind of judging him left and right. There's a lot of drama going on about Elon Musk running Twitter and how things are going. Yeah. Number one of which, I believe number one of which, is, you know when there's a famous person on Twitter and they're tweeting about stuff, there's like a little blue check mark yeah. next to their name? Mm-hmm. The verified. Yeah, that's a that's a verification, which basically is like um, a way to say that this person is who they say they are. Yeah. That was a thing that Twitter did free of charge, mm-hmm. just to say like, hey, this is like a real, pr- this isn't like a fake Barack Obama yes. trying to like tell <laughs> yeah. you to go do something crazy. <laughs> um, Elon Musk is now charging money to put a blue check mark next to your name. The rate is what? the rate is currently eight dollars. That's the most controversial thing he's doing, and a lot of people are not happy. Yeah, yeah, it's I believe eight dollars a month is the current price that what? it's being set at, and a lot of people are mad about it. Yeah, that is, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I just think that's I a little ridiculous. I, so I, I think it's, I I don't, if the price if there was a price on it before, in my mind it would make sense. Where if, like, maybe he, like, upped the price, like, okay, whatever, man. You paid $44 billion for the company, fine. You know, yeah. Up the price. But it was free before, and it was just the thing that, like, they did free of charge. Yeah. And I'm not 100% sure on, like, if anybody could, It sounds like anybody could do it. Like, if I wanted to be funny, I could pay $8 to oh, Elon gosh. and get a little blue check mark yeah. next to my name on Twitter. Which, I mean, that's... Actually, that sounds kind of funny. It fun. is kind of funny. That's I might a, start doing that now. That so people funny. are like, whoa, this guy's got a blue check mark. Th- this this guy's serious. cool. He's got a blue check mark by his name on Twitter. He's got. He's only got, like, 300 followers. Like, but no kidding. Cool. Yeah. No, I am. I am who I say yeah. I am. Verified. Yeah. That is. That does baffle my mind a little bit, though, just because it feels like the blue check mark is doing a service not just to the person who owns the profile, but to other people who follow him. So when it comes to the fact that he's charging the people wanting to get the blue Mm -hmm. check mark, it's Mm kind of like he's also creating like that that impact on the people who follow like the followers. Yeah, I I I think that the blue check mark wasn't meant to be like something to be paid for. I think yeah. it, I think it's like a good way to differentiate because when somebody gets famous and they get a blue check mark, there's like I don't want to say like alternate accounts, but there's like a bunch of people that create fake accounts mm-hmm. with them. Yes. And, say stuff. and, and, and it's a good check, way to Yeah. I was just sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the blue check marks are just a good way to find like a credible way for yes. the actor or singer or basketball player or whatnot, you name it. Just to find a credible source where this is what they said, this is the real one. Because Nowadays, it's so easy for somebody just to make a fake account and just to po- post something like very uh, controversial just to, you know, 
play games and get that person yeah. in charge that they're trying and, to And I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I've seen a few like fake accounts of people mm-hmm. that have like millions of followers. Yeah. So if there was no blue check mark, I literally like I wouldn't yeah, know. Yeah, you wouldn't know. It's, I wouldn't know. It's kind of tragic. I don't really agree And I don't know how the situation is going to go. I don't know if it'll change Twitter a lot because I feel like yeah, it's $8 a month and it sucks and you shouldn't be paying for it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're that famous, like where you have like a million followers on Twitter, you yeah. probably have enough money mm-hmm. to be able to pay $8 a month. But I, I don't know. In my just, mind, yeah. in my mind, I don't think that you should be paying for that. But I think they're going to have to anyway. Like I think it's just yeah. going to happen and there's not much you can do about it. It's meh. It's annoying. <laughs> it's meh. Yeah. I, I, I like that noise. Isaac's new word of the week. Meh. Meh. Put that on <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And um, as well with everything kind of happening around the midterms, like, there's a lot of drama happening around Twitter just because it's it's kind of, I, I think I've heard people call it, like, a town center is a good way to call it, where, like, everybody has a voice there, and if one people are being silenced or like your their their tweets don't have as far reach or things like that. So I think a lot of people are just making sure that Elon is kind of being held accountable and that he's not trying to sway opinions one way or the other, especially so close to like a midterm election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't even imagine how hectic that has to be. Yeah. With like no blue check marks <laughs> during this time or something like that. Yeah. And I I don't view Twitter much anyway, but I I've been keeping a close eye on like Twitter as this has been happening because I think it's really interesting. Like what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Um and apparently a lot of other people have too because let me pull up the exact stats for you. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got the stats and everything. Yeah. So uh this I, I, I have pulled up the stats of uh internet traffic worldwide. So what websites are being visited the most in the world. Yeah. And after and during this whole Elon Musk controversy, Twitter jumped to number four in the world out of all the websites in the world that you can go to Twitter.com, like internet traffic, is number four in the world. It is only behind Google, YouTube, and Facebook. That's huh. it. It passed Instagram this week. It passed Wikipedia this week. It passed a whole bunch of other websites this week to become number four in the world because of all this drama that's going on. That is crazy. So Dang. I don't know if Elon is like messing with people and that's causing them to get mad. And then like it's working in a sense where like more people yeah. are coming to Twitter now. So I don't know. Maybe he's an evil genius and if- he's just. It does happen. You know, controversy <laughs> does stir up a lot of attention. It does. So it does. It could be the tactic, unfortunately. <laughs> it, that could absolutely be the tactic. <laughs> but that was all that I mainly had this week for sports news, right state news, and social media news. Twitter's kind of going crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But I believe it also has now more users than it ever has before, and it's getting more traffic now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because... Elon is causing drama and people want to see what's going on. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever's happening over at Twitter, it's crazy, but it might just work. (laughs) It might. It might. (laughs) Now, after all that sad drama and exciting drama, you got please tell me you got a Florida man story for me. I do. Yes. I do. It's a very, Uh, very, very small one. And technically there is no crime involved. Oh. But is it somebody doing something stupid though? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> My, let's, let's go. I shouldn't say stupid, but interesting okay. is a uh, lack of a better word to say. Um, I'm, I'm just going to lean back in my chair. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Up. Without further ado, welcome to this week's Florida Man Monday, where we dive into the story of one Florida individual and talk it about after, uh, talk to it about afterwards with yours truly. Um, without further ado, let's get into this week's. And I will start off with this story is... About a Florida man suspected of using a 
private plane to draw a giant radar of the male genitalia. <laughs> if you would like to see a picture, here it is of the radar. <laughs> that that looks that that looks purposeful. It it's very impressive how somebody can manage um a drawing of that. <laughs> that looks purposeful. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so this happened in March uh 2015. I don't know the exact date, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, the website and app Flight Radar 24 lets you view the air traffic in real time, which is especially helpful as a monstrous festival like South by Southwest begins, which is a festival down there. But um, so it could have been witnessed by many people in the public <laughs> and it actually was posted on Flight Radar 24, their Twitter account, official, verified. <laughs> Of, what social media intern got access for the yeah, day and did that? And oh no! They posted it on their Twitter saying, "Looks like drawing objects on flight radar twenty four is a new hobby." <laughs> so that is what they posted on their Twitter. Oh my! March twelfth, two thousand fifteen. And this website goes on to say that it's clear if it's not clear. Sorry, if the artist was making a statement about Florida's stance on climate change. Doing a little freehand drawing exercise, um, or if they just wanted to, you know, draw up the shape just because. But they just did it, and um, it says right here that Florida man, or someone from Florida who has spent time in the hellscape of Lakeland, I salute this American hero. That's <laughs> what the article states. So... This is just a mystery man. We don't even know who this person is. I believe is. it is. Yes, <sighs> what it is a, a mystery man. Not not all heroes wear capes, ladies and gentlemen. It not all heroes wear capes. I like it how he took out his time out of the day just to draw that shape. Yeah. Um. I like, just, I, I like to imagine this is like a this is like a flight school assignment. Yeah. Where you have to make a shape, and that's the fancy shape that he chose. Because this took a lot of time. Don't. <laughs> oh really? Was it like, like a, was it like an hour flight or something? I mean, I imagined. I don't know I how. I don't know cause, how because you showed me the map. I just don't know like how far it was. Yeah, I don't know exactly how far it was either. But I mean, yeah. you look at the drawing. There was intent there. Yes, he had a mission. Yes. <laughs> well, also just, just how from how straight the lines were oh, and how yeah. well curved. Like there's intent there. Uh -huh. Like that. Yeah. It's um impressive to say the least, but. Yes, it is. Impressive. <laughs> that was my Florida Man Monday story. Well, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Short and sweet and to the point. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, let's let's talk about it. Number one, I don't I don't see any world in where that's illegal. Oh yeah, that's why I kind of like mentioned that beforehand. Yeah, just because I knew, I just saw it and I found it very intriguing. I was yeah. like, huh, this isn't illegal, but it's it's not it's not an everyday thing. Yeah, no, it's do. not an everyday thing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't see a world in where you should get punished for that. I think that's just funny. Yeah, like I mean, somebody on some buddy who works for the 24-7 map found it, posted it on Twitter. Yeah. I'm sure it made a bunch of people's days. Gosh, you know? I can imagine being that first person to find that and look at it and be like, what the? <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, they're just monitoring flight maps. Yeah. I think I've seen that website around where, like, um, I saw a map when, like, COVID started of, like, flight paths, mm -hmm. and then, like, it just, like, grounded yeah. hold. I think I saw that website mm -hmm. before, but, yeah, that's, that's, that's very, very interesting. And then I think the article that you were talking about brought up, like, whether it was for, like, a political reason yeah. or whether it was just for fun. I'm going to go out on a limb here. 
and say, I don't think that man was yeah. doing it for politics. I don't think there was no political agenda for that. <laughs> I think it was just for, um, I can't say this on air, but just for, you know, just for blank. Good times. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. I don't think there's any political motive behind that, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, gosh. But, I mean, that, that has to take some skill as a pilot to be oh, able to fly sure. in a path like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much uh, dedication and dedication. So much craft involved. <laughs> Matt, a, a absolute master of their yeah. craft. Yeah, a tour of aircraft, just drawing the base, best shapes out there. <laughs> well, as we talk about that master of aircraft, I think that's all the time that we have for today. Mm-hmm. Sadly, thank you so much to Isaac for joining me today. Yep. Uh, sadly, we haven't been able to record for the past few weeks, but hopefully, we can figure out a schedule. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do every week. Maybe every other week. We'll see what we have time for. We'll see what's... Uh, we we want to keep it fresh. You know? yep. We want to keep it fun. We want to make sure that we're not going too long, not going too short, things like that. But um, until next time, my name is Noah Kindig saying thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you here next time at Raider Report. Take care. Bye.